if out of it. Hallelujah. We're winners. The facts might be stacked up against us. But I've done read the back of the book. Hallelujah. I'm looking forward to a great night. I want to remind you before we get started, we are warriors. We were predestinated to be in this moment. God chose you to be the final voice to the final age. It doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter how you feel. The word says. And a prophet told you that you were the invincible army. The final voice to the final age. Not another age coming. And he knew what kind of a fighter you would be. The tenacity that would be inside of you. That you wouldn't give up and run back. When the battle got hot. You would charge. You would grab your rock like David. Put it in the sling. And God armed you with the greatest weapon that he could arm you with. With the word of God. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor just now. We are warriors. Amen. Now tell them like you really mean it. So if we are warriors, let's make a declaration. Bring it on. If you'll turn with me to 2 Samuel chapter 22 and verse 29. Wonderful services. thought this morning was awesome. Last night was over the top too. It don't get better. 
It's almost like a paid concert right here every night. You guys are just awesome. You're God's best. And he saved you for the end. That's why you fight like you do. Every one of you live in your own circle of life. And God put you there. He didn't have to put a thousand people around you to crutch you up. You stand there and overcome on your own. By the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of your testimony. And every one of you have a testimony. And we're going to make it. 2 Samuel chapter 22 and verse 29. For thou art my lamp, O Lord. And the Lord will lighten my darkness. For by thee... I have, ran through, I have run through a troop, and by God, I have leaped over a wall. It's quite a good way to start, isn't it? As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all of them that trust in him. For who is God? Save the Lord. And who is a rock? Save our God. God is my strength and power. And he maketh my way perfect. He maketh my feet like hinds feet. Setteth me upon my high places. He teacheth me my hands to war. So that a bow of steel is broken in mine arms. Thou hast given me the shield of my salvation. And the gentleness hath made me great. Thou Hast enlarged my steps under me, so that my feet did not slip. I have pursued mine enemies and destroyed them, and turned not again unto until I have consumed them. I have consumed I have consumed them and wounded them, that they could not arise. Yea, they are fallen under my feet, for thou hast girded me with strength to battle. Them that rose against me hast thou subdued under me. Thou hast also given me the necks, you've heard that before, the necks of mine enemies that I might destroy them that hate me. Isaiah 53 and verse 1. Who hath believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? And we say amen. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant out as a root out of dry ground. And he hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. And we hid as if it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs, carried our sorrows, Yet we did esteem him stricken and smitten of God and afflicted. I want you to read this next verse with me. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. Heavenly Father. We stand here ready 
for battle. Not only as a speaker, but also as hearers. Now, Father, we realize that you are the one that has gathered us together from all places of the earth. And we have come. It is our moment. It is our time. Now, Lord Jesus, we just ask you, Father, that you would anoint this atmosphere. May every electron in this building be anointed by the Holy Ghost. We surrender ourselves as speaker and as hearer. Lord, we ask you to forgive us of every sin and every besetting thing that would come against us. And Lord, we ask you now that you would anoint our hearts, anoint our minds, anoint our lips. We have prepared ourselves. You have dealt with us in the very early mornings and turned us even to this hour. We ask you now that you would anoint your children. And Lord, as they respond to the word, it's not my word, it's your words. And Father, Lord, may us, Brother Branham would pet Fritz and, and, and he would just tell him, sick him. Lord, may we realize that we all have a common enemy. And that enemy is to come to kill and steal and destroy. But we have come tonight to make a declaration. He is defeated. He is defeated at Calvary. The war has taken place. And our champion arose. On Easter morning, and we have an empty tomb today. He conquered death, hell, and the grave. And took the keys of the kingdom away from Satan. Now, Father, we ask you to touch your children tonight. And every need that would come, we ask you to touch them in the name of Jesus Christ. And this congregation says, Amen. You may be seated. I'd like to speak to you this afternoon on We Are Warriors. I'd like to make it personal to you and like you to repeat it with me. I am a warrior. I am a warrior. I want you to say it until you believe it. I am a warrior. Now anybody can fight here and stand here in this audience with all of these around you and say, and say the declaration, but what about when you're home? What about when you're standing by yourself? What about when the enemy's breathing his hot breath down your neck? And it's you and Jesus. Now with that in mind, I am a warrior. The scripture says in Isaiah 54 and verse 17, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. So your tormentor is going to be judged by your testimony. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6, being confident of this Confident in this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. 
God is not in the business of getting halfway with you. Many of your friends may quit on you. There may be an urge to where you say, I give up. I can't stand the battle. But just then, God comes on the scene for you. Because he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He'll be with you to the end. That's his word. That's his promise. With that in mind, we can quote Philippians chapter 4 and verse 13. I can do all things. Quote it with me. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You say, Brother Ron, but I don't feel strong. Brother Branham said, when the weakest of Christians go on their knees, when the weakest of Christians go on their knees, they cause hell to tremble. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, Stand therefore with your loins girt about with truth, with the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith. Who's going to do this? You are. Who's going to do this? You are. Taking the shield of faith wherewith you may be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of, of, of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. Praying always. Praying always. Prayer is more powerful than an atomic bomb. And because you are who you are, a son and daughter of God has more authority than an archangel in heaven. Because who you are, and it's your communication with God. You're not going through a father. You're not going through a priest. You're not going through your favorite preacher. It's you and God. Mark chapter 16 and verse 15. Jesus is in his final words. And he saith unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. And he that believeth not shall be damned. Now notice these next words. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name. In my name, what a powerful song a few moments ago. In my name shall they cast out devils, and they shall speak with new tongues, and they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. 
They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. This is God's word. This is God's promise. I, I like this. I like this, this, the, this, this quotation. We will fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the land and the grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. We will fight for our families. We will fight for our children. We will fight for our healing. We will fight for deliverance. We will fight for joy. We will fight for peace. We will fight for the Holy Ghost. We will fight until our bodies are changed. And we're sitting at the marriage supper of the Lamb. I want to tell the devil, we're not surrendering. I want him to hear it from our lips. We refuse to surrender. We refuse to give up. We refuse to run back. We are not cowards. Now Satan knows that you're here. He knows that you are something that he has to contend with. He's got the world, but he has to fight you. And he don't have long to work. But you have been armed just because he attacks. Don't mean you have to surrender to him. <clears throat> Satan knows that, that there is nothing that he can do to stop our Lord. Think about that. He knows that the resurrection's coming and he can't stop it. He knows there's a bride on the scene and he can't stop it. He knows there's a rapture getting ready to happen. He can't stop it. And if we could just put it real personal, he can't stop you. He can only try to distract you, but he can't stop you. But Brother Ron, I've been in some real battles. Well, let me just mention a few to you. We talk about Sarah, but Sarah endured 90 years of frustrating humiliation of being barren. None of us have ever had a day like Job had. But he had a revelation. He had a revelation. No matter what his friends turned against him, his wife turned against him, his flesh was ate up with balls, he was bankrupt on every hand. But he said, though God slay me, yet I'm going to trust him. Isaac staggered in the darkness, in the blindness. And it was because God had a plan. Because as a natural man, he would have picked Esau. But God picked Jacob. There was a widow and her son was starving to death. 
But if she could only get past the trial and take the prophet at his word, she would have a barrel that would be unlimited. She would have a cruise of all that would be unlimited if you can get past your trial. If you can get past your trial. Are you with me now? Sometimes your greatest trial only tells you that your greatest victory is laying right in front of you. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, their, their names roll off of our lips so quickly, but they refused to bend and bow. They were thrown into a fiery furnace, but it was there. It was in the midst of their hardest trial that is where God met them. Let me just say, if you look hard enough, in the midst of your hardest trial, I know what I'm talking about now, in the midst of your hardest trial, that's where God will meet you. Bartimaeus was blind, but he screamed out, Son of David, have mercy upon me. It was physically impossible for Jesus to hurt him, hurt him but his faith spread out. He went home healed. Nobody would have to lead him to the wall ever again. Tonight can be the difference in your life. You was blind. You was sick. You was without the Holy Ghost. You was lost without God. But that night in Louisiana changed my life. I'll never be the same ever again. Lazarus died, and it seemed like that God was, had tarried way too long. But let me just say this to you. Jesus is always on time. Why don't you say it with me? Jesus is always on time. He had to get sick. He had to come to a point to where that even his critics said, Worse Jesus when you really need him. The doubters were in his ears at the last moment. Jesus knows how to shut doubters up. And he asked the sisters, roll away the stone. Jesus could have blowed the stone away. He could have spoke the stone away. But sometimes he asks you to have faith in what he's getting ready to do. He's asking you to have faith in what he's saying. Will you step forth while everybody's laughing? While every critic is making fun of you? Will you? Will you take a hold of the stone with your hands? You may not have the strength to push it over. Just put your hands on the rock. God will give you supernatural power to push the stone out of it. Because there's a dead man that's not going to be dead much longer. And 
Lazarus was in another realm fellowshipping with the patriots of old, but he heard a voice that he was very familiar with. And that voice called him by name. God knows how to call you by name. He came walking out of that tomb. And Jesus instructed the sisters, take off his grave clothes. He's not going to need them no more. I don't know what you came clothed with today. Maybe it's depression. Maybe it's a lot of different things. You're not going to need that no more. On the roughest of days, the lowest hours of our despair. Sister Erica, if you're listening, this is for you. Even in those times, we're still chosen. We're still blessed. We're still favored. We're still forgiven. We're still loved. We're still led of God. We're still victorious. We're, inher- we're inheritors of all that heaven has. We're privileged to walk with our own creator. We're married to the king of kings. He calls us his beloved. We're strong in faith, armed to fight devils, entrusted with God's word. The most powerful weapon. We're protected by the arm of the Almighty. He places his hedge around us. We have an assurance that every time that we call, he hears, he answers. Every time that we call, he hears, he answers because he is our God. This is your word. This is your word here. Brother Bram says, why does God let troubles come? God harnesses troubles. Puts bits in its mouth. And makes it obey him. These troubles bring us closer. Fellowship with God. I ask God, why are you taking me through such troubled water? And he replied, because your enemy don't know how to swim. I can see him as the heavens and the earth turn black. Rocks belched out of the mountains, the whole heavens and the earth, moon, the stars refused to sign. He conquered it. And when he went down and descended down and knocked at the door where the lost souls was, and when the doors came open, those people who laughed and made fun of Enoch, who made fun of Noah, I can hear him say, I am that one. 
that Enoch said would come with 10,000 of his saints. Why didn't you believe Enoch? Why didn't you believe Noah? Everything had to know that he'd conquered. When he shut the door on them, the days of mercies was passed. On down into the lowest pits of hell he went. And he knocked at the city doors of the devil's hell. And all the devil comes to the door. And as he come to look to see, there he was. He said, well, here you are. After all, I sure thought I had you when I killed the prophets. I thought I had you when I cut John's head off in prison. But now you're here. And I can hear him say as he straightened himself up, Satan, I'm the virgin born son of the living God. My blood's still wet on the cross. I paid the price. I conquered. I've come down to take over. Strip you of everything that you claimed that you had. Reach over on his side and jerk the keys of death, hell, and the grave off of him. And kick him back into a place where he belonged. He conquered hell. When he arose, he had the keys of death and hell hanging on his side. So what is the church scared about them? What have we got to be afraid of? Why do we sit quietly? This is our word. This word declares us victorious. This word declares us overcomers. We can't lose. David would say in Psalms 27 and verse 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear? I'm not fearing cancer. And it's supposed to be the biggest, baddest demon that Satan's got to offer. Why should I fear? Why should I fear? People get scared when they get a little bitty cancer on their foot. And here a preacher standing in front of you. This ain't entertainment, folks. I'm not here to entertain you. I'm here to tell you. You can be eating up with cancer, but God's still your victim. You can be eating up with sin. God's here to take care of that. He's got the prescription. He's got the cure. strength of my life of whom shall I be afraid when the wicked even mine enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh they stumbled and fell though a host should encamp against me my heart shall not fear though war should rise against me and this will I be confident one thing that I have desired of the Lord that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, 
He shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. And now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies round about. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing. Yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Then how come does our enemy want us to sit like church mice? We can go to a ball game and scream our heads off. Have banners raving every which way in the world. You know sooner or later your team's going to lose. you out there he don't get mad at you screaming and tell your horse but you just start shouting in church you just start amen in the word of God you just start worshiping and you'll get the devil nervous you'll get him tore all to pieces because your worship is a sign of victory. The devil will point to your neighbor. He'll point to this one and that one. Well, they're getting a little bit fanatical. Why don't you just stop? with the criticism and start praising with some praise. It's your turn. It's your seat. If I could go to the celebrities in hell, Elvis Presley would love to sit in this service. The basketball stars of past would love to come sit in this service. The football stars of past would love to be in this service. Just one. And then in that five minutes, they'd like to get right with God so they wouldn't be condemned to a devil's hell. They may have made millions in this life, but in hell it don't make no difference. You can be the greatest celebrity in Hollywood, but when you die, Marilyn Monroe would love to have this seat. So don't you be ashamed of your seat. Don't be ashamed of your seat. I understand it only took about 29 minutes for you to fill this place up. You waited with great anticipation. When the, when the clock would start, you punched your ticket. And a whole lot of people didn't get to punch this. They're watching. So take advantage of sitting in that pew.
Thatcher pew right now. This is my pew. I'm ready for war. Brother Ron, I, I, I don't know. I come from a quieter church. Well, it wasn't ours. And we're not ashamed to shout. I didn't start preaching like this yesterday. Us guys have got 30, 40 years of experience. I'm more excited today than I've ever been. I told the Lord at 4 o'clock this morning, I said, Lord, if this is the last Saturday night service before the rapture in the L.A. camp, I want to give it everything that I got. Lord, I need the strength. I need the strength. I don't have it physically, but I need your supernatural strength. Psalms chapter 150 verse 1. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the ferment of his power. Praise him up in a mighty axe. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him on the sound of a trumpet. Praise him on the sorcery and a harp. Praise him with a timbrel and a dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise him on loud cymbals. Praise him upon high sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath. Praise the Lord.
Second quote. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Oh. Oh. Ye lands. That includes Germany, believe it or not. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. It's not talking about a special song. It's talking about your song. I like special songs, but I want to hear from you. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, not we ourselves. We are his people, sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, and his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Three. Praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Praise him in the congregation of saints. Let Israel rejoice in him that hath made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in a dance. Let them sing praises unto him with a timbrel and a harp. For the Lord taketh pleasure in his people. You see, he inhabits the praises. You want to know where God's at? He inhabits the praises of his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishment upon the people to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute the judgment written this honor hath all his saints praise ye the Lord
Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures, and he leadeth me beside of the still waters. He restoreth my soul, and he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff comfort me thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies we are warriors we're not a bunch of panty waste cowards we're not scared of what we are we're not ashamed I know you heard it this morning. Look at your neighbor and say, I am not ashamed. Now say it with some attitude. <laughs> Muhammad Ali would climb up right in the enemy's ear and say, Is that all you got? Than most preachers. Amen. It's an amen. amen. 
She can say more quotes than most preachers. Listen, I done heard it. I done been around her a long time. In her condition. In her condition. She refuses to give up.
you heard me scream on the video, don't waste your time. Don't waste today. Don't waste tomorrow. Put God first in everything in your life. Shake the kingdom of hell right now.
ask you tonight, how long has it been since you had a breakthrough? How long? How long? You got to fight for it. You got to fight through the barriers of darkness. Satan don't want you to have it, but you got to fight for it. People can watch a three-hour movie. They can spend hundreds of dollars to go to a ball game. What is that going to do for you? There's no eternal life whatsoever in it. church. I'm glad my neighbors are there, but I come. But I come to fight too. How many in here could say Satan tried to stop me from coming? you to get you from coming. He tried to stop you in every way. You had to fight through it. You had to put your nose down and fight. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. for good to 
them that love God. To them that are the called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. I like it, it's a done deal. I like it. It's a done deal. This is a rigged jury. God is your lawyer. He is your judge. And he is the jury. Brother Ron, but you don't know what a mess I've been in. You don't know how powerful the blood is. If you could ever catch that revelation... That through the blood of Jesus Christ, you're justified. And it is though you never did. And the scripture says there is therefore now no condemnation. The devil, your accuser, wants to bring it before you. And God says, what sin?
want to say this to you. Never, never, never forget who you are. We should come to church expecting to be victorious. Our expectation, this could be the greatest service we've ever been in our lives. Whether it's a Wednesday night or a Tuesday night or a Thursday or a Sunday morning. We should come with an expectation. I have come to my post of duty and I am ready to do battle. When Shamgar jumped out of his window, he did not expect to die. When David picked up five smooth stones, he didn't ask what graveyard am I going to be buried in. He was ready for battle. When 
our prophets stood in the pulpit night after night after night facing some of the greatest demons that the world has. He did not stand there expecting to be defeated. But at the end of the night, people came out of wheelchairs, come off of cots. Dead people was risen again. Cancers was defeated. Satan is used to getting whipped. All of that said, let's scare the fire out of him. Now let's talk about the potential of what's going to happen here tonight. He thinks he's got a grip. But you're going to exercise authority over top of him. Now let's just let's just make a declaration here. Let's give a response to the enemy real quick. For those that says that God don't do these things no more. And the days of miracles has passed. And it only happened with Brother Branham. And the revival was over in 1965. Let's just jog the devil's memory. 
You remember that we are the people that's believing for the resurrection. We're the people that are believing for a body change. We're the people that are believing for a rapture. This is our message. And it has the dynamics and the mechanics in it to prove what it is. There's a girl in this building. Her name is Mariah. Is Mariah here? Could you stand, please? Mariah had alcopecia and was losing, lost basically all of her hair. No cure, no hope. Brother Tim had prayed for her months before and was expecting a miracle and called for the restoration of her glory. Across this stage, she carried three bobby pins. Isn't that right? received a visitation that from this night he would never be the same and he became a preacher and he's not just a preacher he's shaking the kingdom of hell on that same night I had a vision yes Gifts still operate in the body. I had a vision of Isaac Jackson Breeden. Three years before he was born. In a Disney World shirt. With his finger up in the air. And God gave me his name three years before he was born. Because it was impossible for my son-in-law. And my daughter to have a baby. But God's always on time. And Brother Joe Greens, I was having resistance as I was preaching. And I said, if God can't operate out here, he'll operate behind the curtain. Not knowing what I was saying. Nathaniel Green and Caitlin Green could not have children. 
It was impossible for them to have children. Charlie arrived. Dwayne Jackson, he's a preacher. Dwayne Jackson. Other right. Stand up, son. <laughs> Sister Heather. He had been resisting the call to preach for 17 years. And that night, like Aaron, God called him and reminded him of the gift that he put inside of him. How many years had y'all tried to have children? 16 years, impossible. Hold that baby up high. can defeat cancer. Brother Ben Erickson, he's the organ player here. Brother Ben, would you stand? Would your wife stand too? When she was a young girl, how old would you be when I prayed for your father? Twelve. They had become out of a religious sect. And they were shunned. And they were becoming bankrupt. Her father had a back condition. And he stood in the prayer line at Brother Ray Erickson, standing in the middle, in the hall, in a, in, in a place there, in an aisle. Brain fog. And I began to pray for him. He told me about his back, told me how that they were becoming bankrupt. He needed a miracle. While we prayed, something spoke to him, to me, and said, ask him what his hobby is. And I just looked at him. I said, what's your hobby? He said, I have a greenhouse. How big was that greenhouse at that time? Ten by twenty. Brother Ben, how big is it today? I could read right here. What are you doing, Brother Ron? I'm telling those devils that say God don't do these things no more.
I didn't make the promise. I am not the healer. I'm just the instrument who God uses. These guys are the instrument who God uses. These men across this area, no one's bigger than anybody else. It's God's word. Brother Kelly's mother was out of church for years. 35 years. He invited her to come hear me preach. He was a hard shell. After preaching, we walked into the fellowship hall down in the basement. She walked up to me. I said, young man, you had buttons in your mouth instead of mints. You preached too long. She was a woman that had been scarred by ministry. I recognized the spirit that was upon her. And this might be contrary to what anybody says, and probably I'd be ashamed today. But I hugged her. Last thing she was expected for a preacher. Sister Stanky, you'd like this. The last thing that she was expected for that red-headed preacher to hug her. It softened her heart. And we led her to the Lord. She told Brother Tim, said, I'll, and myself, she said, I'll never take these earrings out of my ears. I'll never take them out. She was expecting us to give her a sermon. I said, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But when Jesus comes. You say, Brother Ron, there's some things I can't give up. Okay. Okay. Maybe it's your pants. I'm not. I'm talking to the girls. Maybe it's your jewelry. Your, your music. But when Jesus comes. Brother Kelly, I don't know if you have it on, but he's got a tie clip made out of an earring. There you go. Show it to him, Brother Kelly. Huh? Well, go ahead. We're going to use it anyway. Point that over there. It's a big black one. Brother Marcus, would you stand just a moment? Brother Marcus lost his father 
He was a very good friend of ours. He was a really good guy. He was a man. He was a man's man. He liked horses. I like horses. Ought to come to my office sometime. I got about 20 Remington statues. I like horses. Marcus's father died in the night. Brother Kelly was with me when that happened. I'd never seen anybody cry quite like Brother Kelly cried that night. It left these boys almost like orphans. No doubt that had incredible scars for them. It was a couple years. Melody was a widow for how long? A year and a half. She was going to leave another church that believed some weird things. That's a good way to put it. Really nice way. You know, sometimes you've got to leave some of these cults. If I can give you some courage tonight, write your letter. And say, I'm done. I'm done with my dead church. I'm done with no movement of the Spirit of God. I'm done. I want the message preached with power. I got to go somewhere where there's some life. You know, you heard some of that nonsense about the bridge. You know, it didn't happen. Well, I want to tell you something did happen. I was sitting on the 10th floor in the Ramada when he called me and told me about the letter. And we talked for 35 minutes. And at the end of it, the Spirit of God moved on me. And I told Brother Kelly, now God's going to give her a husband. And he's going to be a prince. Hallelujah. In three weeks, I called Brother Kelly back. And I said, how are things going? He laughed. He laughed. I said, Brother Kelly, I'm telling you that in the name of the Lord, I'm looking at the disputed bridge now listen folks you can dispute it all you want to I'm telling you the truth brother Branham told you the truth I'm telling you the truth That ain't scared. Three weeks. Brother Kelly says, She's engaged. Brother Marcus, even you can testify. He's a prince. 
Go ahead. Put it on camera there. Here's a broom. And he's got two little brothers. Help me with the name. Simeon and Joan. You see, their name was in the Lamb's book of life. I'm coming to an end now. Your troubles, sometimes you can't see the future, but God's got a book. And all of her troubles that she went through, she didn't realize Simeon and Joran had to come. Esther, where are you at? In all the troubles that you've been through, and all the devil whispering in your ear every doubt that he can, there's a book that's got some names in it. Did you hear that? Multiple names in it. out. I met the angel. I didn't say it. He said it. Now you see, my son-in-law wanted to tell me, said, we want to tell you his name. I said, no, 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 no. Let me tell you his name. And he had a paper and had his name on it. And I told him, Isaac Jackson Breeden. He said, that's exactly right. He said, how do you know? I said, the one that had the vision gave me his name. And I've kept it a secret all this time. I don't care if you believe it or don't believe it. It's the truth. Can I tell one more? You see, whether you heard it or not, whether it's a rumor or not, whether it's been announced or not, there's going to be a prayer line here. And what happens is that men are anointed of God to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Sister Lydia, where are you? Will you stand? At 19 years old, she received the Holy Ghost in Alabama. Your baby had jaundice. Isn't that right? And Bethany came through the prayer line with a blanket in her hand. Isn't that right? Bethany's baby couldn't walk. Just before you arrived, 
the Lord gave me a vision that Drew was going to walk. She had never spoken in tongues. But when she came through, she had a blanket. And I leaned into her and I said, Bethany, where's Drew at? She said, he's in the bed. I said, go get him. I've seen a vision. He's going to walk. What's this blanket for? It's for Lydia's baby. He's got jaundice. Is that Jackson? Jackson, where are you at? Stand on your chair. Last night, Jackson got a touch of the Holy Ghost that was slain in the spirit right here. And before Sister Bethany got out of the building, she was speaking in tongues. It still works. It still works. We're going to come from this side going across and men are going to lay their hands on you. Drew, would you come? Drew couldn't walk, but God said he was going to. You say, Brother Ron, I've never seen a miracle. Okay, if you can't see me as a miracle, I want you to watch this guy. for cancer this guy put my name on his body signs running for cancer for Ron Spencer the guy that was crippled and couldn't walk dreams today we've told you how it works I wasn't giving you a motivational speech I'm telling you with God there's nothing impossible say it with me there's nothing impossible with our God
could stand here for weeks and tell you miracle after miracle after miracle. The dead raised. People come out of wheelchairs. A little six-year-old girl came out of a wheelchair that was crippled, couldn't walk, and God raised her up and she ran all over the building. I could tell you of a man that walked from the back of the building while I was preaching with crutches on him and he could barely move. And he got to the front of the building, throwed his crutches away, turned around and walked back. That's the power of our God. I could tell you of a woman that was carrying a nine-month dead baby and they were going to take it on Tuesday morning. But when they went to take it, the baby was well and alive. Tonight, we've got some people that I would like to have in the front because they can't stand through the whole, through the whole thing. But we want you to come sincere and believe. Brother Branham taught us about expectation. We get what we expect. Brother Ron, but what if I don't feel nothing? It don't matter. What if it don't happen this minute? It don't matter. The guy that's preaching to you takes chemo twice a day, 32 pills every morning, but cancer's defeated. It don't matter what the MRI says. It don't matter what the CT scans. Isaiah 53 says, I'm healed. If I'm having a bad day, I'm healed. If I'm throwing up 10 and 12 times at a time, I'm healed. If I can't get one foot in front of another, I'm healed. On the good day, I'm healed. On the bad day, I'm healed. There will come a day where I'll stand and say, cancer free. Paralyzed from my neck down. They said I'd never walk again. My lungs burnt, and they said there was no way that I could live through it. Ella, your grandfather called my wife, and he said he'll be the speaker next year at our camp meeting. And I was. cancer cells and cancer tumors in my lungs but they say without doubt that I have powerful lungs I need them to shake the kingdom of hell
Now, don't, don't feel like that we're giving anybody special privileges here. We are. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I'd like the men of God that prayed with us before service to come to our left and assemble themselves this way, the musicians to come. I want to invite Sister Carol and your granddaughters to be first in the line as if you'll come and your granddaughters with you. She is coming in, this, in the place of her daughter Erica. Our God believes in miracles. It's the real thing, folks. Sister Carol, sister, your daughters, granddaughters. Amen. Andrea, Andrea, where are you at? Andrea, if you'll come with Ella, expect a miracle, Ella. Expect a miracle. Sister Stephanie that has a tumor on her ovaries, she's been in the hospital while this meeting has went on. She has confessed that if she could, she convinced the doctors to let her out. They wanted to do surgery. She said, I got to be in a prayer line. Sister Stephanie, would you come? Maybe Sister Connie, if you'll come with her. Or her sister, Crystal, if you'll come with her. Sister Danette. And Brother Dan. Brother Tim. We expect a miracle, Sister Danette. We expect a miracle. Brother and Sister Stanky, would you come? Satan's tried to bombard you. And he may have given you a list. That God's a healer. Amen. It don't matter the age. Sister Heidi. Thomasak, she coming. All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. What's her disease just now? Sister Heidi, I had Lyme's disease. And God heal me. He's your healer. Won't you come? Sister Ruth. Getting ready to have an MRI on her brain for a tumor. Ruth Pruitt. Don't you fear. Don't you fear now. Every cause in the world to be nervous 
The shadow that's following you won't be following you after you leave this prayer line. here and I say that with great reverence he's here maybe you're over 70 or you can't stand on the line long whatever your condition is you can't stand long don't be ashamed just come just come stand behind sister Lydia there just now God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. We've got time. Come. Come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sister Ruth Wilson, you're getting ready to have more scans. And they've told you that you've got zero cancer. May God testify again. Won't you come? And by the way, he's a He's a God that takes care of headaches. hours in a in a doctor's office hours for them to give us an opinion tonight we're standing and it may take hours but he's going to give us the truth Don't you worry, God knows how to take care of afflicted babies too. Almighty God, we bow our heads now. Reverence in this atmosphere. At the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. A greater than a man's in this building now. 
not ashamed. This meeting has told us that the facts has been stacked against us. But we have defied the armies of hell. We stand not as victims, but as victors. We stand as warriors with blood on our sword tonight. House of hell, house of hell, give way in the name of Jesus Christ. May prison doors open. We are not slaves no more. Regardless of what our situation is, Father, we thank you, God, that you see, you hear, and you answer. We're not the healer, but our Lord Jesus is the healer. And we declare you tonight. We don't raise the banner of the United States of America, but we raise the banner of the cross of Jesus Christ. Our King of kings and our Lord of lords who has never been defeated. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Hallelujah. 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 For those of you that want to get in line, young people, every person in the building, I'm going to get in line later. Here's what I believe. I believe I can walk out of this building cancer free. What about you? What are you expecting tonight? What is your expectation? You say, Brother Ron, but I want the Holy Ghost so bad. He's here to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Brother Ron, but sin has got a hold of my life. Don't go out of this building without it. He knows your situation. God bless you, Michael.
And in his presence. 
together worthy, all together wonderful to me, and here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God, you're all together. together wonderful to me in light of the world you step down into darkness you open my eyes let me see in beauty that made this heart adore you, hope of a life spent with you. Here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say, I'll say you're my God, you're all together Oh, you're wonderful to me. Here I am to worship. Here I am to bow. Here I am to say, You're my God, and you're all together. You're worthy, altogether wonderful to me, and I'll never know how much it costs to see my sins upon that cross. I'll never. Yes, I will never know how much it costs to see my sin upon that cross. And here I am to worship, to bow down. Here I am to say,
Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. Never stop. And even, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. Never stop, you never stop working. Cause you are here and you're turning lives around. Oh, I worship you. Yes, I worship you. You are here and you're made. in the darkness my God that is who you are oh miracle work promise keep light in the darkness that is who you are even when I don't see it you're working Never stop, never stop working. Never stop, never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. Never stop, never stop working. Never stop working. We make miracle work. Promise keeping. Light in the darkness, my God. Oh, that is who you are. Yes, we make a miracle work. Promise keeper. Light in the darkness, my God. Oh, that is who
great physician.
secure 
Tell him, church, I love you, Lord. Yes, I love you, Lord. And I lift my voice to Lift your voice. Just praise him for a moment. Thank you for all the healings, all the deliverances. Come on now. It's your opportunity to thank your Lord for what he's done for you. We praise you, almighty God. We lift you up, Lord. Thank you for saving my family, Lord. Thank you for healing my body, Lord. Thank you for every victory, Lord. Thank you for setting me free, God. Thank you for reminding me who I am, Lord. Thank you, Lord, you never left me or forsook me, but you've been with me every step of the way. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We praise your holy name. We lift you up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We understand. Give your heart to the Lord. Want to get baptized. Of course, you're welcome to go home to your home church and do that. If that's what you want to do. It's, but we just want to give you an opportunity. If you'd like to, you've seen God has done something in your heart, in your life, and you want to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and follow him in baptism, I want to welcome you to that. If you'd like to do that, I want you to just come up here on this stage or right here in front of the stage, whatever's fine. Lord, I, I want to follow you. Just give you the opportunity as we sing that again, that song. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord, and I lift my
together. Lord, it's been a wonderful time in your presence. Lord, seeing you move such special moments at critical times, Lord. Seeing you heal bodies and deliver our souls. What a blessed people we are, Lord. We're so thankful, Father, that you remembered us. You remembered us when we was in our valleys and our low times. Situations we didn't know how to handle or where to turn. You was there for us, Lord. You remembered us in our sickness, Lord, in our trials of all kinds, Lord. And not only did you remember us, but you delivered us. We want to say thank you, Father. Thank you for this night, Lord. Lord, I know, don't, no doubt many testimonies are going to come of what you've done on this day to many hearts and many lives. We just love you now with all of our hearts. Time is late. We ask God to give us rest for our bodies to come back in the morning. Moment and the time appointed, we pray in Jesus' name. In the morning, it's already, it's already morning. It's past midnight. It's been, been good to be in the house of the Lord. How many thankful for what he's done? <laughs> Hallelujah. Just one soul to walk down the aisle. It's worth every trouble. It's worth every mile. One soul. Amen. In the morning, we normally would start at 7.30. We're going to move that on up a little bit or out, whatever, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock in the morning. Give you just a little bit more time. And so God bless you today. Never forget. Never forget what God's done for you. Won't you just turn around and shake one of the sand. Give a hug if you can. Amen. Say welcome to the battle, warrior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 